Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Gruber. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Welcome to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Jason Mefford. And I am Kathy Gruber, and we teased you. We said it was going to happen. We're doing the next of those good habits that we're talking about. So the first two, if you don't remember, was building good relationships and thinking strategically. So here we are back with a couple more. So Jason, I'll let you uh, introduce our next little topics there. Take it off and we'll tease them again a little bit. And then again, we'll, I said there were kind of seven, there's probably more than seven, but a list of seven that I've been working off of right now. Um, but yeah, and again, so these are these are habits that are what successful people do. I've seen it, you know, with successful leaders. But these are habits again that um, will make your personal life or your business life better, right? Because it's not about the doing; it's about the habits that we have developed and the person that we're being. That's what makes the difference, right? So, so yeah, we talked about focusing on relationships and thinking strategically last time. So if you missed that one, just go back and watch that podcast. That's why they're there, right? <laughs> so this next one, let's jump in. The next one is being a dynamic communicator. Oh, one of my favorite topics. Mm, yeah. So communication is important yep. in general, right? And so, you know, again, what's what's the difference? You know, if, if you think about I could hand people, and we're both speakers too, right? We've seen this in the industry too. I could hand two people exactly the same script, okay? And tell them, here is your speech. And one person is going to deliver something that is dynamic and inspiring. And the other person is going to be more like this, right? And put people to sleep and be monotone. And on the next slide, we have, right? Didn't we do a whole talk? Do a whole talk <laughs> the worst, on the worst, worst speaker, speaker ever? ever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so again, right? What's what's you know how how do you do this, right? Well, think about think about some of the people that you've listened to or people that have communicated to you in a dynamic way, right? And I'll just use the example. I think one of the greatest speeches of all time is I have a dream, Martin Luther King Jr., okay? And, and the way that he put that together, um, you know, the, the callbacks that are in it, mm -hmm. the, the other things, you know, and, and, and for example, let's just, let's just take the title of it, right? He didn't show up and go, I have a plan. <laughs> No, because a plan is something that's boring, right? A plan is something that's 3D left brain analytical. Uh -huh. He said, I have a dream. Uh -huh. And don't we all have a dream, uh -huh. right? So immediately he's connecting with the people who he's talking to because we all have dreams. Yep. And for especially all the people that he was talking to, the world wasn't the way they wanted it to be but he was able to use psychology and language patterns and some imagery and other things like that to be able to communicate dynamically with mm -hmm. other people. He evoked emotion too. Mm. And we do that through vocal intonation, through, you know, slowing down and speeding up through facial expression, through gestures, you know, so much of our communication is nonverbal. So is what your face is doing and what your body doing 
matching the intention you have with that communication. And, you know, the communication loop is so simple. How do we screw it up? I want to communicate something to you. I say it, you're, you know, you communicate it back. We're done. How do we mess that up? It's like three steps, you know, <laughs> but at any point during that communication loop, anything can be screwed up. Maybe you don't know what you actually want. Maybe you're communicating it in a way that's not clear. Maybe I'm distracted or stressed. So I'm not really hearing you. Maybe I'm seeing everything through this like hazy, windshield of negativity. Maybe I'm tired. Maybe I'm hangry. Maybe I give you an answer to a question you didn't really ask. But, you know, there's all these different things. I mean, communication, we've, and we've talked about communication before. It's this huge topic, you know, and I think so much of it is what do you want and how can you communicate that in the best way to the person you're communicating with? Maybe it's they're a visual learner, so you want to actually get in front of them. Maybe they're an auditory, so leaving a voicemail is fine. May, you know, it's like there's so many things to think about in being that type of communicator. And it's so funny, when I did my first TEDx talk, I got off the stage and one of the other speakers, he was awful, he comes up <laughs> to me and he goes, so can I ask you a question? And I said, yeah. And he goes, you've been doing this a while. And I said, oh, yeah, I, said, I was an actor. And then, you know, I've been speaking for, for quite a number of years. And he goes, how do you do that with your face? And I thought, what the fuck am I doing with my face? Like, and I said, what are you talking about? And he goes, well, your face, like it, there's times you smile and there's times like you, you're expressive. And I'm thinking, how do you not do that with your face? And I went back because of course I couldn't see his talk because I was, you know, in the backstage area. And then when I watched all of our videos, his face never moved. Mm. He did the entire talk and it wasn't necessarily monotone. There was a little bit of intonation, but his face didn't change. And I'm thinking, how do you not talk with your face? I mean, like even right now, I'm just, I'm always, I've always been- How do been you so not talk with your face? I know, right? <laughs> I don't know what that accent was, uh, but it's like, this is why I have so many wrinkles and lines because I've always been so animated. And it's like, you know, do you know what you're portraying? Do you know what your body is doing? Do you know what your face looks like? Do you know, you have to learn these things about yourself. Listen to your communication, watch your communication so that you know how you're coming across. I think that's one of the best things we could do is actually record ourselves and, you know, notice what type of communicator we are, how things are coming across. Because if you've got a scowl on your face when you're saying, I love you, it's not going to work. That's not right. <laughs> yeah, because people, it's, it's, it's not the words themselves, right? It's, it's more of the everything else that goes along with it. And so like you said, right, I could, I could go, I, I could, uh, I'm just going to practice something here, right? Wop, babaloobop, a bop, bam, boom, tutti frutti. Uh, now that's what depressing. it is right it's it's kind of depressing in the way that i said it but if you hear little richard a wop baba loo bop a wop bam boom tutti frutti oh rudy a tutti frutti oh rudy see the difference right now i know we're like all right let's go i got a test right that's that's dynamically communicating right I, I i just said the same exact words but one <laughs> hit the mark, right? Yeah. Got you to listen. It, it evoked emotion in you. Uh -huh. um, and, and again, I mean, this is kind of one of those things. It's a little subtle thing because a lot of times, especially with leaders that I work with in business, they feel like they can't bring emotion into work, right? It's not personal. It's business. I must be very plastic while I am at work. Well, that's not how humans interact. And you got to bring the emotion in if you want to really inspire and motivate people. 
Yeah. If you don't, you're not going to do that. And as no. a leader, you've got to inspire and help motivate and influence people. Absolutely. Well, if people can't tell that it's an important thing, if they don't know that holds value to you, why are they going to get on board with it? You know, you don't have to scream and yell and cry, but but motivating people to action is an art. And I think so much of that is facial expression and pauses. And, you know, I love pausing during talks and bringing people into that because they kind of lean in and go, oh, what's she, what's, what's she going to say? You know, finding a way to use those pauses and that intonation is such an art. And I love playing with that. It's one of my favorite things to do during talks. It is. And so, you know, again, if, because I hear this from a lot of people too, they're like, I, uh, people don't listen to me. Well, if you're being boring, people are not going to listen to you. It's like, maybe I'm you're horrible. Sorry, but yeah. you know, unless you're going to be a little bit more dynamic, people are probably not going to listen to you. Right. And as well, are you listening to other people? Right. Because yeah. I see that so much of the time too, of people that are like, well, I'm not getting this or this isn't happening. I'm like, hold up a mirror. What do you mean? Hold up a mirror. Yeah. Are you doing this for other people? No. When, when someone's talking to you and you're like, yeah. 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 No, uh, no. Yeah. No, I know. Uh, yeah. Why uh, would they turn around and listen to you? You know? <laughs> yeah. Crazy. So, you know, again, one of the, one of these habits for, for people that are successful. And again, this is, it's not just leaders. It's everybody in general. Right. Yeah. I mean, think about the people you enjoy being around. Are they good communicators? Most likely, mm -hmm. right? Because you don't want to hang out with a bunch of boring people. Do they tell stories? Are they a good storyteller? Mm -hmm. Do they tell jokes? Are they animated? Do they use their face when they talk? <laughs> what? 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 I can't even do it. Like, I can't, I just can't not do this. Just, it's, it's a whole separate <laughs> entity. I don't know what this is doing. Sometimes it gets me in trouble, but yeah. So yeah, no, it, it, it's true. And it's so funny because literally my boyfriend and I, Eric, we had this conversation last night about how much we value our communication, because if there's an issue, if there's a thing where it's like, oh, you know, I came home and nothing was done and you were playing video games and, and, you know, the trash wasn't taken out and, you know, there's no anger about that. It's, hey, you know, let's talk about this. I need this. What can we do to work this? I mean, like we talk about those things that we're having issues with, or one of us will say, I'm having a feeling about something. Can we talk about that? It's the best communication ever. And it's so strengthened our relationship because we know that no matter what the issue is, we can have a conversation about it and resolve the issue without fighting, arguing, resentment without that. I'm going to sit over here and pout. Hopefully they'll notice something's wrong. We don't play that game. You know, it's like, I don't expect anybody to read my mind unless I'm there for that purpose on purpose. Uh, you know, but it's like, that that open communication and knowing what you want and sometimes i have to sit with it it's like okay what am i feeling like what do i need what is the issue oh that led to that okay oh well, okay that's the thing sometimes i can work it out myself sometimes i need to go to him or a friend or something else and be like dude this happened and we need to talk about it it's the best thing ever yeah but like you said i mean unless you communicate things aren't <laughs> going to change Nope. Right? And, and so again, the, and the better that we can get at how we're communicating with other people, right, the better our life is going to be. Because yes. if you're sitting there, if you're mopey over in the corner, like, mm -hmm, I'm pissed at Kathy right now, because she did something that I didn't like. Well, you're not, you're never going to know it. Unless we communicate about it, right. And, and that whole, the whole idea of 
Well, they should know. Ugh. That's Ugh. really childish. That's if I hear really one childish. more person say that to me. Well, they it's... should know how I feel because I looked at them this way. How do you even know they saw you? <laughs> no, that is so weird. I hear uh, women tend to be worse with that. I've, I don't think I've ever heard a guy say that when I'm coaching people. Women do that all the time. Well, he should know what. He should know that I wanted that for Valentine's Day. He should know that I like dinner out. He should know that. Have you ever freaking told him that? Have you ever told him that? When I wanted a specific thing for Valentine's Day, I was like, I would like this thing for Valentine's Day. And he goes, great, thank you. I never would have thought to give you that. Yeah. Is it never, as romantic? It. Right. You know, I, is there this part that's like, oh, I wish you would have thought about that. Yep, sure. Of course, that's the movies we watch. But I would rather say, hey, I love this thing. Can I have it? As opposed to me wishing he would somehow determine from the universe that I want it. I'm not a kid anymore. I can't circle stuff in the Sears catalog for Christmas and like put it, <laughs> I would dog ear pages and circle the shit that I wanted and give it to my oh, mom yeah. and be like this. And she's like, all right. Yeah, I'm thinking Christmas story, you know, when he pulls it yeah. up, he, he like tears out the page of the Red Rider BB gun and puts it in his mom's magazine, you know, those little subtle things as kids. But he was yeah. still asking for what he wanted. It was still communication. Was. It was still was. communication. Cool, excellent. All right, well, great communicators. Now we're using our faces. All right, what's next? Right. So the next one is Curious Learner. <gasps> oh. Mm, something that I love, right? Because I, yes. I learn something new every day. Yes. But it just amazes me at how many people they go through their formal education and they stop learning. Because for some reason, you know, we've been taught that you can only learn if you're in school. Again, this is probably one of those bullshit things that, you know, conspiracy from the universities and whatever else that you have. That's the only way to learn. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. not the word conspiracy theorist but no. I, I don't know where it comes from it doesn't matter right but the but the point is that a lot of people they really only learn or they in in a formal setting and they stop learning Ugh. when they get out of it yep. right I, I remember I, I was talking to um this one guy that I knew and he was he was very proud of the fact that he had only read one book since he left high school he was a really interesting guy, right? Did I want to talk to him for very long? Nope, right? Because he was very, very closed-minded. I've everything I needed to learn, I've already learned kind of a thing. So obviously you could tell he was rather opinionated. Yeah. And he knew what was right, even though half of what he was saying was completely not documented truth, right? So, you know, again, how many people just kind of stop that way versus yeah. do you remember what it was like to be a kid, mm. right? And it's like, wow, that is the coolest looking dragonfly I have ever seen, right? Yes. Or we pull out the magnifying glass and yeah, we used it to burn ants, but <laughs> you would use a magnifying glass to to look at to learn more about yeah. something that you were wanting to right yep so why can't we get back to being like a kid be uh -huh. curious like a kid and actually learn every single day because yep. you know the reality is there's lots of stuff for us to learn absolutely and every single day we should be learning now this is even more important now because we're in the knowledge you know we 
we had the industrial revolution and things like that. Well, we're in the, you know, kind of intellectual revolution that you have to be learning and growing. Things are moving at such a fast pace that as humans, we have a hard time keeping up with it. So yep. unless you're curious, unless you're, unless you're, you know, constantly learning and you're curious about that, you're not going to be a very good leader, right? Yep. Because you're, you're stuck in the past, usually believing a lot of things that are no longer true. Yes. Yeah. And what I love about the learning thing, even if it's, even if you're learning something that'll quote, never help you in the future. So like I had a client who does computer coding. Mm -hmm. I know Jack shoot about computer coding. And I asked him about it once. I'm like, can you explain to me how that works? Like, just like, how do you, how do you even come up with, like, how do you come up with that? And he goes, oh, and he launches and he goes, there's two different languages. And he goes, and I was fascinated. I'm not going to go code something. It didn't move me forward in my career at all. But you know what? I got to be curious about another person, which helps build relationships, which was the first one we talked about. And it expands my brain. It keeps my brain growing and synapses firing and connections be being made in a way that it wouldn't have elsewhere. And I am constantly, I mean, if I could be in school forever, I would have every bloody degree that you could possibly have. The other day I went out to the mailbox. We have people that live in the front house of where we are. And there was a, like a flyer for continuing education in the mailbox. And I got excited, but it wasn't for me. It was for him. He's a psychologist. And I was like, oh, okay. And I looked at it and it was a class that I went, oh my God, mm. I would love to take this. So I took the flyer out of the mailbox. I then replaced it. And I went to this site, which is nothing but hundreds of continuing education programs for psychologists. I, so I logged in, I signed up, I logged in and I started to go through their courses and I finally said, uh, you better take my credit card. And he goes, what are you doing? And he, my boyfriend walks over. I had $1,500 worth of continuing education in, my, in the shopping already. cart. And he goes, uh, do you need $1,500? And I went, no, I don't need any of this, but this is going to help me help more people. And I just got so excited. I ended up taking two courses from them already. And it was so enlightening and so educational. And it just, it, it excites me to no end. Like I want to know everything about everything. How do you make a pillow? Like, what is the difference in the stuff? Like, how is that tea made? How do you know? It's like, I want to know all of that. Um, and that's where I just think that like that little kid thing of curious, curious, curious. I want to know every, I was that kid that asked why about everything. I'm sure I drove my parents crazy. But well, yeah, no, that's just, it, it allows us to be bigger, pe not bigger people, but like more expanded, deeper people. Yeah. Well, so again, if you're wondering, well, what does it mean to be curious? Rewind and just listen to what Kathy just said there. <laughs> That, that is the epitome of what a curious person is, right? We, we want to learn these things. It is, I mean, learning is my favorite thing to do. Yeah. And it's, and it's, again, you know, sometimes, yes, it's in, you know, continuing education courses. Hell, that's one of, that's one of the companies I own, folks, right? I mm -hmm. love doing that. I love providing those opportunities for other people to learn. But it, it's not, it's not always, you know, or doesn't have to just be in the formal sense, Right. So, so even again, just to peel back the layers so you guys can see how my brain works too. Right. It's like, I love watching movies. I love listening to music. Okay. Right. And I'll tell you when I watch a movie, right. And you probably do this a little bit too, Kathy, having been an actress, but you know, I'll, I'll sit there because I own media company as well. Right. Uh -huh. So, so it's like, I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm watching the movie 
for the storyline. And I particularly like movies that are based on real, on true events. Okay. Because then I can kind of, I can learn a little bit about something that I didn't know about before. I can go fact check afterwards, what's true, what's not true. Right. Because if you're making a movie, you have to make a good story. So sometimes you have to embellish it. That's okay for telling the story, but what really happened, right? And so, so I'll sit there. I, I love it from, from that learning perspective. I'll sit there and view the movie from, wow, that was a very interesting camera angle. I love how the director mm. had him do that, right? Uh-huh. And, and the images of switching from this scene to the next scene. Ooh, I like that, right? Now, why am I thinking that? Well, it's interesting for me, but also it helps me with my business as well, right? Yeah. I look at, you know, again, kind of the emotion that's being felt in it. It's like, oh, how did I feel that emotion, Uh right? Or I'm looking at things like, what can I learn from that story? So because a lot of times in life, right, it's, it's we can either experience everything ourselves or we can learn from others. So, you know, do I want to be a, you know, a, a drug addict and on my fifth marriage and lose all my money. No, I don't want to do that, but I want to learn. Glad to hear it. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> if you would have said yes, I'd be like, okay, we need all to right, we need talk. Sita and we need to talk. <laughs> but it's, but it, you know, and it, it's whatever it is, right? Yeah. That, that we can actually learn from these other people. Oh, God, absolutely. And so even something is what a lot of people would just put on a movie, veg out. I do sometimes, but again, I'm trying to learn and be curious about all of this. Wow. How would it be to grow up in a village in Africa under Uh those circumstances? Right now, again, I'm probably never going to do that, but by thinking about it, doesn't it make me a more compassionate person and someone who's more understanding of some of the shit other people have gone through that I haven't gone through? Yep. Yes. So I'm, I'm becoming more, it's expanding me. It expands our consciousness and it can never shrink back to where it was before. Once you've expanded it, it's fabulous. Yay. Cool. All right. We got through two more. We have 15 more to go. For anybody who's been counting, right? (laughs) Yeah. If they've been counting, they know that's not 15. Yeah. There's three more. But we got two more. So again, we talked about in another episode, we talked about relationships and about thinking strategically. Today, we talked a little bit about being a more dynamic communicator and being a curious learner. Yeah. So we have three more because there's seven. There's seven. I did math. You did math. You did did a hard thing and it was good. (laughs) Isn't that hard? Well, sometimes for me it is anyway all right yeah yeah got it cool excellent okay so now you've got four uh so far of the seven if you missed the first two go back and watch and stay tuned for the next three they're going to be on page uh, 12 this time uh (laughs) it's a shorter newspaper it's a fall edition i don't know anyway i just make shit up i'm kathy groover i can be reached at kathygroover.com i'm jason mefford i can be reached at jasonmefford.com so go out and have a great rest of your week And we'll see you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.